0: Everybody, it's your girl Jay Danae here from Denae Productions. I am here with should B. We are so excited to be back with you all, and we apologize for the wait. Life literally got in the way. I'm back in school and
1: I'm currently transitioning to another job.
0: Yes. And we're both taking up entrepreneurial endeavors. Mm-hmm. So
1: Absolutely.
0: For all you business owners, you know what it's like to try to start a business and then uphold it and try to add to it and all these different things. It's just, but it's okay. We're back. We got it. We're going to be back on schedule having one episode per week, maybe even two. And I hope you all understand. So as I announced on Instagram, and if you're not following me, it's jaydenae1, J-A-Y-D as in dog, E-N-E-E, the number one. And my mother's Instagram name is
1: L E N B as in boy, 1975. Yes. But
0: again, as I've announced on Instagram, today's episode is called Don't Judge Me. And it will focus on the importance of not judging your parents. I think every child in any age group. Even all the way up to um, your teen years and then being a young adult, all of those, all of those different um, age groups, we all have had a habit of side eyeing our parents' decisions, not fully understanding the motive, but just deciding to judge them because of a lack of understanding. And I think what helped me um, what helped me in my relationship with my mother is asking questions about her life. Like, I always ask my mother about her past, her childhood, when she was um, a teenager, um, before she had me, when she had me, and I always ask, even my father, I just, I have to understand my parents. Number one, I'm just nosy. Number two, I like to know why they do things. So, we're going to talk about that today, and our experiences. Ready? Yes. Okay. So, Ma, have you ever
1: made the mistake of judging your parents? Mm -hmm. Absolutely Um, And of course it comes from a place of immaturity Because when you're a child You just You don't understand a lot about the world And so In order to make the world make sense Right You Sometimes come up with your own Reasoning behind Why somebody else does what they do So I did I judged my parents, Um, I judged my father um, because of the lifestyle he lived, Um, I judged my mother because she was at church all the time. And so, I allowed those things to um, bring me to certain conclusions about them. So, with my mom, I just felt like, well she always at church so that means that she loves church better um she would rather be there instead of here with me and so in my mind I honestly was going to be somebody who wasn't going to church (laughs) I told myself I'm not going to church because if it's going to have you doing all that and you ain't going to have no other life outside of that then I don't want to do it Mm Mm-hmm. So absolutely I have judged my parents Same I've judged And
0: it's so funny because mine has to do With church too Um, Just from like Cause you were on the praise team in, in, In the choir At CCC So I saw how much time you spent there On Sundays on Tuesdays On Wednesdays you know what I'm saying I was just like This is It just seemed boring like, cause I didn't really see you gaining much from going to being at church that much, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, why does she keep doing this and keep hanging out with the friends from church and uh, always wanted to uh, be at church all day, like after serving, you know, talking afterwards <laughs> with your friends. I'm like, what is this about? Like, it just seemed like church was like priority for you, like filling your time more than anything else, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so that made me say when I turned. 18, I'm not gonna be involved in church, um, and that that's how it went for some time until I joined the praise team at my church uh, back then. But I was still not devoted. <laughs> it was just like I'm gonna be here, but after church over, I'm out. Don't ask me to do nothing extra. Don't ask me to go to church events and uh, commune with people. Like I'm not doing that because I'm not going to fill my life with church like and then with my my father uh just him i will say this my daddy was more involved in my life than his father was in his uh but there were times when i felt like everything else everything else was prioritized and then i was after afterthought. i felt like that at times especially in high school um but then it was that point of understanding, both of y'all. Like, okay, uh my mama, she's just, when she becomes dedicated, when she's committed to something, she is committed, like all the way, loyal, you know what I mean? And so he was like, I'm gonna be here. Even when you tag, you're gonna be there. My father, he had to become a father when his father left, and that was in high school. And so I felt like he was just kind of catching up with himself when he you know by the time i was in high school like really really catching up to being able to live as an adult as a father and as somebody who had to kind of limit his childhood in a way so i don't know i just I, i had to sit down and think about where are they coming from with their decision making
1: yeah and but see how that see how that happened though like the very thing I judged in my mother, I became... Mhm. And in and a then, different way, though. In a different way. And then for you, you did it, but it probably was because, oh, this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to go to church. I'm going to just go to church. But if you want anything else from me, I'm not going to do it. Exactly. So you limited that. Like, I'll be here, but I'm not going to be doing all that stuff my mom and my grandmother mm-hmm. was doing. <laughs> it's just... Oh, it became more and more... Like, I don't know.
0: It kind of festered for each <laughs> each generation. Like, I'm sure my great grandma was, you know, in church a lot. But I'm sure hers was like, I don't know. I just really have this idea that grandma had balance. Like, That's in her younger do. years. Like, I feel like she was like, I'll be at church, but y'all ain't, f-. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to kill myself being here. Yeah. I really feel that way. And she shifted with her daughter. And then for you, it was like, I'm going to be here, but at the same time, I don't really want to. Yeah. And then me it was like, I'll be here when I feel like it. <laughs> 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 so, it's listen, we were at church, honey, but our reasoning, <laughs> motives, every heart posture was different for every generation. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, have you ever felt judged by me?
1: Yes, I think um, because I would say no to certain things, <laughs> and I, you, you didn't understand why, and because of the old school thinking that you know I grew up with. You know, no, was just no, you don't need 50 explanations, <laughs> you're just gonna do what I say and go and then sit down, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah, I felt judged by you with that, um, and I, I think it was just mostly that it was mostly in our interactions mm-hmm. that I may have felt judged. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I can say I definitely
0: did judge you more than because like you were saying the traditional way of thinking of uh, once I say no because you a child and I'm the authority figure that should be enough uh that should have enough validity. And it's like it's like when you say no with no explanation what am i learning besides i have to do everything my mama say and then not do everything she said i can't do like there's nothing there's no i don't know there's no learning point in the no's i feel like it only left room at that point for uh, anger like or a festering resentment like i don't know she probably gonna say no because cause she don't want me to have fun Or she probably gonna say no cause her mama you say no all the time. Like coming up with these different scenarios in your head cause there's no explanation. Right. Yeah. Um and I believe I I think I judged you too when you had Jordan. Mm -hmm. And even though I was like I was definitely overjoyed and all of that. But I think when sometimes the slack fell on me, like if you uh, maybe was going out with friends, or if you like had stuff going on in church or stuff, and I'd be left with her. I'd just be like, "This ain't my daughter. Like, why is she putting, why is she putting her on me as if I'm the second mom? Like, you take care of your own child. Like, just in my head." And I think it was the the heaviest during um, my junior year of high school. Like, I don't think it was no other time except for that because I had two AP classes preparing for college, the ACT. Man. and then it was stuff going on at home and we stayed at hotels <laughs> so it was like I'm like oh my gosh I cannot watch her I'll try to stay alive at this point besides that I can't think of other moments where I was judging you, because I I, spent, I believe I spent more time trying to understand you like for real trying to understand you even sometimes without asking like God what's asking God like what well,
1: What's going on with my mama here?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um but. I, I think it was pretty much it was just a a full misunderstanding. And and that's pretty much what I feel like fuels the tension between mother and daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, because If there's no explanation And you just Expect it To Like you said do as I say And then not do what I Don't want you to do Mm -hmm. It's like It does it will shift Your perspectives Into a place of like bitterness Mm -hmm. You know um, Like Well I'm not I don't want to be like her you know, I'm. When I had kids, you know, I'm a. Um, you know, it's like you want to be opposite of what you've experienced, um, and it's only because you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, and like a lot of our interactions, we talked about was was really, you know, hostile because. In our previous episodes, we talked about just the immaturity I had and, you know, my own healing that I needed to do, you know, I didn't always have an explanation behind my Mm no's, you know, or even the yeses, you know. Um, I was just kind of flying by the seat of my pants, Mm -hmm. you know, to try to make decisions, For myself and somebody else Mm -hmm. Um, And didn't realize Really how much It was impacting you Because I think I didn't feel like How I felt Was considered You know When I was a child when I was younger, right. so when you think about it, you think that's how it's supposed to be. I'm the mama, and go sit down, you know. And just those few times we used to bump bump heads, you know. And I'm going off, and I'm grabbing you by the collar. It it didn't have to do all be all of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If because I'm the parent, I am the adult. I'm supposed to be more sober, more. You know, wise, I'm supposed to be um, more mature and handling the situation, but I'm going with you, you know, or we bumping heads because I want to get my point across and you want to get yours across, mm-hmm. you know. So sometimes it's just it's the level of immaturity on the mother, you know, the lack of healing. And her own childhood issues that will impact the way she parents. Period.
0: Yes, yes. And I, what I wanna, I wanna just literally piggyback off that uh, with an anecdote. So I remember there was a time, I think it was probably high school, where I, like I was, I think it had to do with like exhaustion. I had an attitude a lot, like sophomore and junior year, I would say which were the most challenging years at Mution. But I remember one one day you was just like cause you was saying something to me and I was in my head that day. And you ain't even ask you ain't even ask like what's wrong with you? It was like you in this attitude what you having sex or something? I said Emma like, I? like, I'm like cause I, I felt like in the moment it had more to do with <laughs> I think it had more to do with probably your experiences um, in your teen years, mm-hmm. and you didn't in that moment didn't take um, the opportunity to assess me as the child you know mm-hmm. and seek more into what the issue was. It was more like I'm finna put this on you Yeah. or accuse you. Now that's why I, that's why I said, Emma. Oh you say yes or no? I so was like, am I like as as Jayana, am I doing that for real? Like <laughs> <laughs> But that, that's a perfect example of parenting from you like a dysfunctional experience. Yes. Rather than assessing. Everything don't have to like moments of tension. Everything doesn't deserve um like a how can I put this? A harsh response, yes. Just because there's tension, mm-hmm. in the moment you can say, "I'm a response to this, to this as somebody who's above the tension, and I'm trying to relieve it." Like the scripture, a harsh word stirs up anger. Yeah. But a soft answer turns away wrath. That's what that Absolutely. is. It always it, I I've to see a situation where somebody who approaches a situation calmly where it's already a little harsh and um, tension-filled, I've yet to see them make it worse. Yeah. So, but that that's an example of that, though. And we've, we've come far from that, but that situation always sticks in my head. Like, man, that must have been a moment where you might have been offended by my attitude that day. Yeah. And was just like... Obviously, you have to say. You know what I mean? Like, it was
1: this crazy. This has to be that shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> honey, I wasn't even thinking about that, but I'm like, dang. Mm-hmm. But yep. Yeah, and I, I think um, that is so crazy that you brought that up. You know, because a lot of times too, that is. um think there's a lot of fear behind the decisions you make for your children mm-hmm. so you know I think I was afraid that you would follow in my footsteps okay so I wanted to prevent that but I didn't know how to communicate that mm-hmm. I didn't know how to say that to you um my pride kept me from the vulnerability I needed as when I parented you mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like and I think that that's the thing people if you're broken if you're hurting if you're dealing with bitterness and things like that a lot of times you'll and you had to um I guess figure out life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a level of pride that comes to that when you have gotten to a place of accomplishment, yeah And so me being your parent and not really experiencing or knowing how to be vulnerable in my approach to you, I thought that this is how you handle your children right. You know what I'm saying that this is what you do like and so I got to do this with a strong hand and i had like, take my strong hand you know I had to <laughs> do it from that place because this is how you parent children mm-hmm. so and you ain't gonna talk back and if I gotta punch you across your nose this is what gonna happen cause for what you know and mm-hmm. all of that but it's like there's a level of vulnerability You and you can't raise every child the same exactly you know, and so you was busting your kids up the head when when you were maybe a younger parent. And now that the newer children are coming, now you want to bust them up the head. You can't do it. It's different. You know, you shouldn't have been busting nobody in the head no way. But since those, you know, they since they got busted in the head you think that this is how it's supposed yeah. to go because they didn't turn out so horrible. Exactly. You know, so now I'm, I'm going to, you know, the next wave of children, I'm going to bust them in the head too. <laughs> and so, but it's not, it's going to be a different approach. to generation is different. Like the way I raised your your sister, I know that even though she's the same kind of sensitive you were as a child, is it's different like my approach I see it differently now like you can't approach this whole thing the way you did before right right? Mm -hmm. so I think that um, you have to take those sorts of things into consideration you know as a parent even as you heal your own heart that you take into consideration that you're that you're not too familiar with the way you deal with your children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm healing my heart, but the only way I know how to deal with my kids is with, with the strong hand. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to shift in every area yeah. of your life.
0: I've seen that in um, you talked about handling kids from or your children from a place of familiarity my and I, I saw that <clears throat> with you and then I saw that with my daddy too with there was a level of harshness that my my grandma used <laughs> we had all her kids six boys one girl and so even and I'm sure hers was from a place of fear too because I know she saw how other people in her neighborhood were raised and they ended up either in jail Poor Or purposeless And so she you know Whether or not the kids understood That she wanted better for them She made sure that She pushed them into better And um, For my daddy He didn't want me especially in the area of like Cause he had anger issues So he didn't want me to Repeat his bad habits with uh violence and fury and just i mean going right going off <laughs> and so there were times when he caught me going off on people mm. i mean i mid, mean, like i'm going off but he'll pull me like without a shirt going off like don't do that oh, like going off just like that as if never asking why are you so angry but it was more so don't do that
1: and okay. Instead so, of telling you why he, how he felt and why and all that, yeah, yep. yeah.
0: And that's why you know the other day when your friend Asia was telling me, I know how to manage anger well because I was It was kind of like, like grilled into me. Don't go off. Don't go off. Don't go off. Mm. And so it's like, okay, so that's why I'm like, let me get this in order before one day somebody catch me on the own day <laughs> and i'm going to prison but anyway no but i think my father just wanted <laughs> my father just wanted me to not repeat his mistakes but the way he communicated it it was like just don't, don't just do don't it. just don't yeah and then uh, for you with nanny kind of dismissing your feelings yeah. and your experiences it sometimes hindered you from really Seeking more into why I was feeling how I was feeling. Absolutely. And that's that's just like a word of like of warning to parents who feel like the way their parents parented them is the only way. You have to. Uh, it's it's a thing of your kids teach you how to parent them. Uh, you don't teach your kids how to be kids. They teach y'all how to be parents. And you have to see what kind of child your, your your child is and go from there you know shift your thinking because your child is only going to get older your child is only going to progress in age in mind and so all of that so your parenting has to progress too
1: absolutely so and and that's that's good that you said that your children show you how to parent them mm-hmm. because um most times um if you just have like this generalized way of thinking on how to um, interact with your children, then you wanna kind of you wanna keep them that way. If you're not paying attention, yep. You know, and it's like, you know, I think that's why a lot of um, children end up sheltered because their parents are parenting from a place of fear. So, say for instance, um, your mother was extremely um, critical Mm -hmm. or she was very angry and she had word vomit all the time you know over you just girl you know you you ugly anyway or Mm -hmm. you know go and sit your fat a down (laughs) you know that type of thing so and and she's telling you this and speaking all kind of horrible you know word curses or whatever over you and so then you have children and now it's like either you're gonna be as extreme as your mother or, or you're gonna come from a place of fear and say yeah, I'm just I'm gonna discuss everything with my children and they can do what they wanna do mm. you know and you have it where you know in your mind the way that you were raised was horrible and you don't want to be that way okay. And so you start You know doing little other little things To be fearful Your mama didn't have that much money So now you have kids um, I'm going to buy them everything mm-hmm. And so now you got Full jobs because Your kids um, Want you know All expensive games and expensive Toys and they only wear uh, Name brand mm-hmm. You know now you broke, or you live and check the check, or you, you know, wore out and got five strands of hair left on your head, <laughs> because you are trying to fulfill something. You're trying to make up for something. There are some women who are single parents. I'm, I'm gonna make up for the absent parent by overdoing. Mm-hmm all the time so just parenting from a place of fear and i'm not saying you know just be perfect all the time kids ain't looking for perfect parents you know but if you are um present if you give their feelings um like uh you know a place in the relationship not just throwing them out the you ain't feeling that no that's wrong Don't think that. Don't say that. They don't... They grow up, like, you know, insecure about their feelings. Not knowing how to be vulnerable. Um, You know, being dismissive. You know, we talked about that in one of our episodes where I wanted you to be strong. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want you to be, you know, vulnerable and letting people walk all over you. And you're going to be... You know, and so I... Dismissed sometimes some of your feelings where you got older and started being dismissive or you smushed them down, like, because I'm going to be strong and regardless of how I feel, they hurt my feelings, but I'm going to punch you in your jaw, that and then I can feel better. You know what I'm saying? So it's those kinds of things which I pay attention to now with your little sister. like, You know, you can't just be throwing her feelings out the window, you know, and I'm not perfect, but I'm I'm more intentional about the things I say to her and the feelings that I want to validate, you know, Um, because she reminds me of me. You know, I was sensitive. You know, I didn't know I was dramatic until I had Jordan. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of probably how I would have handled, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something like that. But at the same time, she's strong, she's humorous, she's witty, you know, she like the the gifts, her gifts. Mm-hmm the gifts of God like operating her she doesn't know what they are or what it is she's doing but I notice these things you know so I think just being able to take account of what actively operates in your children Mm -hmm. and then that'll show you how to parent them but it takes being intentional and it'll be you know, frustrating or hard work if you don't work on yourself first as the parent. So it's like, go, you know, anybody got time for these feelings. Go sit down, stop crying, shut up, and you know, mm-hmm. and all of that, because you don't want to deal with <laughs> with that because you ain't dealt with your own stuff. Right. So and it's funny because we're both kinda in our healing processes, but we're like being intentional about the way we're communicating with each other, validating each other's feelings right and and what you said to me, and being able to process what is being said, you know and and I think what we're like and how we're like in, in a, a way is like we we go internal for a little while because yeah. it's like I need to process this before I I make a horrible decision or before you know I go into something that could possibly be detrimental to my future like I need to process this first I need to go to God I need to you know get this first before I verbalize it and I think that's a great place to be you know but before it would be full on isolation Mm. and then I'm you know I'm I'm sick of y'all, why is y'all talking to me? You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think our growth um it really blesses me. Like it it really does. And it even helps me in my own healing from mother wounds. What? So um And that was important. That was one of the first things the Lord showed me in my healing process was to humanize my mother. Yep. I could not see her as some supernatural being that was supposed to be perfect, you know, over me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) where's the perfection, sis? What you doing? No. He. He. That's the one of the first things he had me do was humanize her. You got to give her a human heart. You got to think about what she may have experienced Mm -hmm. before she became your mother. You know, because we have lives before y'all get Mm -hmm. and experiences. You know, and I think because that was something for you, right? Is that how God had you start with your healing process or was it different?
0: Um, That was a big part of my healing process. Especially in the area of my relationships with authority figures. Because that's one of the issues I had for a long, uh, the, for long time. Any form of authority, you want not going to be my authority figure. Yeah, just put it like that. Like I, I had a habit of challenging. I challenged all my authority figures all throughout high school and all throughout college. Because I'm just like y'all ain't gonna control me <laughs> that was my only thing you're not going to i don't i don't care if you're teaching me you're not going to control me that's just what i want you to understand so i had to go even because I, I struggled with pride that was that's like heavy so in order to um, kind of attack it at the root i had to go to into my childhood and i had issues in my mind about uh just my grandparents as they were my authority figures some of my older cousins, my uncles um, my parents like just everybody who I felt didn't um, who didn't apply the authority well it seemed like in some way shape or form the authority was Mm -hmm. abused so uh, in order to forgive them that was the start of my process, forgiving Uh, Yeah, So, I had to see each and every person as people and not as, I guess, perfection. Like, I had to understand that the decisions they made weren't the only decisions they could have made. Like, they weren't the most effective decisions because I thought I just... As a child, I internalized the decisions like they obviously they did that because it was supposed to be done and it obviously needs to be done to me. Like I deserve like I I went through a whole situation in my mind. So I had to first understand that the decisions that they made was what they considered the best decision. Mm. Why did they consider those to be the best decision? Oh, because this is what happened in their childhood, which is where all my questions used to come from. With my grandma, she was a harsh but she had to do it by herself. Why did she have to do it by herself? Because some of the men were not good men. So that left her in the struggle mode for like most of her life as far as parenting. And that's a lot of strain on your mind and on your heart when you got children who are ungrateful or who don't understand why you parenting us like that, why you so harsh. So now you have to still love them, still see them as your kids, even though they seem ungrateful. Like she, you know, it's a lot going on in her mind. Um, with some of my uncles feeling like their mother was too harsh. They daddy left. How does that affect you mm-hmm. when you feel abandoned in some kind of way? Yeah. Or you feel like your mother is uh, hovering over you so strongly, but then she still don't see you. Like, see you. So, how does that... How do you exert your authority when that is your form, the form of authority you witness? How do you exert yours? Yeah. And um, with you, like... First, I had to understand... How you could have been. How bad you could have been. Like, where your life could have gone. Had you would have made some decisions that were presented to you. How your life could have gone. So, I had to kind of get into a place of uh, gratitude. Because you made the decisions you did make. To be (laughs) where you are. And, I went over your past a lot. I went over my daddy's past a lot. First of all, happy y'all alive. (laughs) And then, happy that um, y'all were at least trying to be better than what y'all witnessed. Like... So, I went into a lot of evaluation regarding um, the authority figures in my life. Because I had to understand them. I had to understand them in order to forgive them. And that's not how it's supposed to be with everybody. But I, because I'm so um, analytical, I have to know your reasoning before I can move forward. So, I had to understand everybody before I forgave them. And, um, and yeah, I have even... And it's to the point now, and it's gotten way better, where I can sit on the other side of somebody who I felt like used to abuse me in some kind of way and have them, like, talk to me, like, about their issues and okay. actually respond with wisdom because I actually want them to get better and want them to be better. Yeah. And so now I don't see them as, oh, man, it's my auntie who used to... blah blah. No, it's, it's a, a young woman who had to become tough Sooner than later, sooner than she should have. So let me respond to that woman, okay or that tough girl on the inside of. Yeah, so it is
1: but I think also too mm-hmm. in the in your healing process, you have to prioritize that you are not a victim, right? You have to remember that because sometimes, even in situations, You start to interact with people who are um, authority figures. Sometimes the flashbacks, you know, it'll feel familiar, Mm -hmm. you know, it'll look familiar, and then you might go to a place of victimization in your heart, you know. So, you have to make sure you remember you are not a victim because I feel like um, the enemy will highlight that. He will magnify that. Yeah, You know, in your heart, in your mind. Like, I'm rejected. I'm a victim. I am scared. I need to protect myself. I need to uh, lash out. You know, I need to Mm -hmm. isolate. I need to fix this. Mm -hmm. I need to control this. I need to please these people you know and it'll have it's, it's, it's a lot of things that come you know a lot of emotions that come with your experience in life your experiences in life mm-hmm. so um, you really do have to pay attention to your emotions I think we talked to uh, talk today about being in self evaluation mm-hmm. But, you know, noticing what your weaknesses are, or your your emotions, but you can't, you know, you're not perfect. So, give yourself grace to make mistakes. Give yourself grace to be human. You know what I mean? You don't have to make perfect decisions all the time. You know, uh, you're human. You know, we have to remember that. And, you know, the stuff we're talking about today, you know, wasn't done in perfection. Okay. You know, it was not done from perfection. So, please don't think that. Start writing it down, thinking like, wow, they perfect or whatever, you know, people do in their heads. Um, You you have to remember, you know, what it's all for. Yep. Like... For us, we were able to go back to God. We were able to put our hearts in His hands. We were able to be vulnerable with each other so that we can heal. Because sometimes even as a mother, you don't even realize you might have some sort of resentment towards your children. Mm -hmm. You know, for being born, for taking all my money. Why you ain't doing what... Why you ain't perfect? Why you ain't make the decisions like this? Why you ain't do life like this? I thought different for you. I thought better for you, and all this other stuff. And you you start to project your own just expectations on your children, and you you look around. It's like dang, I'm. You know, you don't even realize you're controlling, or you're trying to control their lives or their decision making. We're actually just supposed to be what like good stewards over y'all lives right we supposed to steward y'all lives and help y'all become productive citizens in the world you know but when you when dysfunction come into play child you could really jack somebody up it's some people in the world not jacked up because of their past experiences and nobody there to help guide them so I I feel like... It's an honor. Once I got through... All of the pain... And the frustration... Like it's an honor... To be your mother. It really is an honor. Like not because of your accomplishments. Not because of... You know... Your 50 degrees... <laughs> and the, the 75th one you finna get that. Whatever. You know... um it's not because of those outward things it's like wow these people these little people really are the essence of me mm-hmm. like you know like when i look at you sometimes be like wow you know she's it's so funny how much you're like me but you're not exactly you know it's like a see of different things mm-hmm. that make us different but it's like wow that's amazing. But you will miss that. I would I would have missed that. If I would have stayed cluttered. By all the stuff. That happens in life. Like I would have missed that. Yeah I still got stuff I'm doing. I still got a lot of stuff going on. You know. Because um, we just talked about me transitioning. And so. Just remembering to consider my children. You know. And trying to. Guard my heart as the, the Bible says, you know, because really, really, yo, a lot of issues flow from it. Okay? Mm-hmm. The Bible ain't lying. Okay. But even if you're not a spiritual person, if you're not, you know, I'm not Christian. I don't do that. Y'all talking about God. Uh you know, I don't do all that. There still is a certain intention that you should do in your heart, whether you go into counseling, get the counseling you need to deal with your past trauma experiences or whatever and then you know, focus on mending whatever damage you've done over time, like in real life, seriously Mm -hmm.
0: yes you drop some mighty, mighty, mighty gems (laughs) I I have nothing to add to that. She literally covered all the bases. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, but all I want to say is, just in closing, is that any form of judgment should be done from love. And I really feel like, especially if you if you are in a place where you're watching your parents, or parents if you're in a place of watching your children. I think it is okay to judge but from a place of love, a place of wisdom, where you're assessing. You're assessing the behavior, assessing what they're doing. Uh, And from that, you should then try to gain understanding before you approach it. Uh, Or address it, or confront it, or whatever. Um, Because, I mean, in relationship, we're meant to help each other be better and so it's good to call out stuff you see that you might view as errors but gain understanding as to why the errors even came errors only fruits I'm errors saying. only fruits so
1: <laughs> he's gonna say that sis Lord, just bless me <laughs> Lord, say that
0: go ahead it's the only fruits of something deeper so you should really try to gain an understanding of who you are in relationship with parents and children so is there there anything else you want to add before we close
1: no actually you know that's really good it's really good just being in a place of assessment, and because it takes maturity, yep. it, it really does. You know, I, I, I was thinking about that yesterday. If you're an adult, then if there's some things that come with that, it really are some expectations that come with being an adult. Yeah. You know, um, but a lot of people haven't been privy to that. You know, they don't know what that looks like. You know, so. You know, get some help. Whether it's wise counsel, whether you're going to counseling, whether you know somebody who's a good parent, talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, get some wisdom somewhere. That that's where we are. That's the season we're in. We need to start executing wisdom. We need to listen to what wisdom is saying and actually do it. Yep. Well, you guys,
0: I really pray that. Everything we dropped on today was effective. I hope it pierced y'all hearts because we're only, I guess, teaching or offering things that we've applied to our lives. And those things have helped us. Surely they have. I mean, we are much better than we were years ago, than we were last year, and even last month. Because we only want to progress we only want to progress. So we thank you all for listening. Yes. Thank you all for your patience. <laughs> because we have been MIA, but we've been in purpose. We just couldn't quite get to this. But we will not neglect wounds from the womb ever again. Cuz as much as everybody else needed, we need this too. Okay guys we love you yes we do and we are praying for you yes and just to kind of give you an idea of what's to come we have the next episode which will i believe i think it will be great to bring in other mothers so our hope is that for the next three episodes we'll have um other mothers to come and offer their input as well. Like, we want to engage with more people. So,
1: stay tuned for that. Bye. Bye.